My name's Jen Yuchin. And I'm Ari Fox. And we're New Gaming News, a bi-weekly podcast and newsletter focused on the esports and gambling industry. Let's talk about Buffalo Wild Wings becoming the gathering place for esports fans. They want to be called... I wrote it down. They want to be the official bar of esports, and they trademarked that. Which I think is pretty interesting, because I've definitely seen local watch parties for NYXL Overwatch at a few of my Buffalo Wild Wings, but now they are the official place. Just goes to show you that sports fans are not so far off from esports fans, and that's how the company specifically sees it. Uh, It says, it kind of goes without saying what a massive sport it is, aka League of Legends, aka esports, and it says it's the third largest sports, the third largest sport for males 18 to 34. But, you know, we've seen uh, Buffalo Wild Wings back up a bunch of other stuff in the past, and then they backed away from it. So, oh, really? Like what? Uh, a couple of years ago, weren't they like, weren't, didn't they, um, they, they've been, they've done other things with LCS. I think a couple of years ago, they, they were a major sponsor for the LCS. Um, I didn't know and, that. And then, and then they stopped being, then they, they left. They sort of switched. They sort of like, they got involved in esports like head head first uh, about two or three years ago, mm-hmm. and then it didn't really pan out. They were showing, I think it was they were showing esports tor- uh, tournaments and stuff live on their screens in their places, yeah. and nobody showed up. So they like just said, you know what, we're gonna stick to our bread and butter. We're gonna just do sports like regular conventional sports but now they're trying to be the official spot for it and i know that the lcs which is the league of legends uh, championship series they are doing like in-game promotion like putting their sponsors up on banners so i wonder if like even buffalo wild wings is trying to get in that way just so that they can be a banner inside the game so people think about them as an as an actual destination well i you know it's a good it's a good move for them um but, you know, who else is trying they, to do that? Nobody. So it is right. pretty good well, for them. You know, I mean, there's been there's been other games in the past and other tournaments in the past that, uh, you know, and other uh, other leagues that have inserted, um, um, you know, they've inserted sponsors into the gameplay. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they have like I Chipotle mean, sponsors. Fortnite's done it. Uh, Call of Duty stuff. League. Call of Duty's done it. Uh, Fortnite's done it. Not an original idea, but it is a good idea. Well, and, you know, yeah. the LCS has a good following, so I mean, it's one of the only ones that survived. I think I think that uh, that Riot has done a very good job in keeping that that league, um, you know, ha- scaling it. And, and well, scaling the they're league. even part. I didn't bring this article up, but they just partnered exclusively with Spotify too for like podcasts and audio hosting of their events. Uh, And they're also going to have, like, in-game banners for Spotify and things like that. So League of Legends is so smart because they have music videos. They're trying to reach as many people as they can, not even players, just, like, within their culture. Yeah, and, you know, I I, 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 I definitely see, see, there's, there's, you know, I always talk about how much much goes on in the esports space and how, if you took everything... um, and you laid it out all on the table, and there was you took out all the activities and the articles and the news and all of the hype and the promo and the marketing and the PR. 
I mean, 90%, I'm not, I'm going to say it says 90% of it is just crap. Um, people just saying things just to grab attention and to get headlines and maybe possibly fit land some investment money. And I'm not talking about riot particularly because I mean, any, I'm not talking about any publishers. I'm talking about all the other underlying companies that, you know, run wagering sites or that want run, um, you know, little esport um, tournament things online and things like that, that like there's there's a lot of investment money that goes into some of these smaller organizations and i think what's what what investors find is that they're held they're they're left held you know held holding this bag of like well this is a lot of hype and you know and i've seen and i follow some companies that have even gone public um you know i won't mention which but i've i've seen companies that have gone public um, in, in Canada and even on America, some of the American stock exchanges, and they just take a nosedive. They just, it's like, we, we, we raised this money, we ended up going public, you know, and now we're, now the pro, we don't give a shit what happens to the product. So it's all about, it's all like, there's still an element out there of people just not giving a crap about the community, not giving a crap about esports, not being passionate about video gaming, and then just taking advantage of investors that hear the word esports or video gaming, and then stealing their money and running away with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I never have believed in that. I, I always believe in if you're going to make a product, and you're going to create a product, and you're going to set that product up and build a community you it's it's it has to come from authenticity i everybody i've talked about this before in the podcast you know we talk about you know what what's real what's real what's not real and there's a lot of bullshit out there i mean there just is and i've seen so many different companies that have just taken advantage uh i even wrote an article on linkedin a while back about how some companies even get more money invested uh, or they buy properties to build esport esport practice centers, and they just brag about how much money they're spending, you know, how big their their houses are for their teams, you know, all this other stuff that isn't really about. It, it doesn't show like if you if you fold all those layers back, you're going to see that they're not making any money. They're just spending money thinking that investors will give them more money, and so these these organizations and these companies end up not really earning anything at the end of the day they just live off of investment mm. so they go to second round and third round and fourth round and fifth round and then you just keep every every minute of the day the ceo or the founders of these of a, of a company is just going through money like they're just burning and they're just running right through it and then then running out to get more investment money mm. it's it's just it's just very bad business models and I've seen it more and more in, in the esports space um, because let's face it, I think there's a lot of inexperienced people out there that think that if you, the way to build a business is to spend spend more money and then you'll you'll build the business. Yeah, spending but, money to make money. No, but it's, not, it's just really not how you do it. I mean, you really have to watch your- You have to actually make your, money to make money. Right, you really long term. have to watch. Right, you want to be a long-term thing. But a lot of these guys were like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not seeing any long term, or I'm not getting my immediate results. 
So they kind of get like in the like on the forefront, like if you like on the face of it, it looks like they're really interested and passionate and they want to build this company. In the back of their minds and their subconscious, they're like, I've given up already. Fuck it. I've, I'm taking as much money as I can out of this and I don't give a shit if it falls into the ocean. It's, it's just, it's it's not, there's, you can tell when a company is authentic. You can tell when something's going to be around longer. Um, you can tell when it's an authentic product. And I think there's a lot of unauthentic products out there. And it's a big problem, something that irks me. It's, what I'm, it's why, you know, I think, you know, I like to have um, the ability to talk about it. But, mm. you know, when you see something like Buffalo Wild Wings investing in the League of Legends, it's Buffalo Wild Wings isn't going to invest in something. They're not, They're not like investing spend. into it. They're well, just... not investing. I don't mean, I mean partnering. So they're not going to partner with somebody unless they feel that it's going that that who they're working with is legit. But they are and... trying to also be the official like sports bar of everything, so it's just natural that they would go into esports as well. I feel like sure. they are pretty authentic in this one. Of course, I, that's that's my point. I'm saying that this is yeah. definitely an authentic move on their part. Especially when you but... see so much just like crap thrown at esports just so that they can have their name on it. Right. It's you know I, I you know I don't. I don't particularly like what I, you know, what happened to Louis Vuitton? <laughs> oh, with their, yeah. um, whatever case, they would, they make the trophy case. Yeah. What yeah. Happened yeah. Gonna... Nobody really cared about that. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's like, know your market. Okay. So that's it's so a, funny. It's big, <laughs> it, it, it's big news. Of course, it's big news, but doesn't really mean anything at the end it's not like they're still doing it now (laughs) right right where i mean maybe they are but i don't i haven't heard anything about this one yeah so but um so funny then so the next thing we were going to talk about is this this article about the a637 bipartisan bill to um call it's called the esports betting bill just to get esports betting like all good in new jersey uh, it's now advancing to the Senate, where New Jersey lawmakers will have the final say on whether or not to include its constitution within the state's legislature. You know, it's funny because I did have a, I have, I run, I run a video um, interview thing. It's called Level Up with the CEC. And yeah, that's our, that's our conference. So, I spoke the Level to Up the, podcast. Well, it's actually it's a video talk mm. and you know it's a video I, podcast so i i talked to a guy named bill pasquale the third um who's he may sound familiar because his dad is bill pasquale the second or something um and he's a sen he worked he's a new jersey state senator um and you know um, uh actually i think bill's in this he's a state representative i think his dad is is actually a u.s senator I'm not sure. Anyway, bottom line is I had a long talk with him, and yeah, they're doing they're doing a lot in New Jersey. They're being very progressive. Mm-hmm. It's 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 great to see that because um, you know they're trying. They, it's like you know you see that they've learned their lesson. So go back, you know, ten years, fifteen years, and you'll know that sports betting was already you know sports betting other than Vegas and other places was really being done in the dark shadows of like little back alleys um meaning on the internet you know on the internet 
It was it was not legal to bet on sports, although people did it all the time in uh, in places like New Jersey and all over the country. And there was a big opportunity that the you know the state government of New Jersey felt that they could capitalize on, meaning more jobs, more tax revenue. Um, and so they're they're being progressive in saying you know let's capitalize on you know esports because we know it's the next up and coming thing and the prospects of you know the the amount of money that could be waged uh, you know that could be wagered on esports and then the tax money that could be collected from it if we legitimize it is really really a great opportunity now. The question is, this bill that's going up to the Senate, I would say maybe, you know, a lot of these state senators and and state representatives, they don't even understand esports. What they do understand is my grandson or my son plays video games and people watch it, but they don't really understand any of the particulars, um, but nor do they care. And, and that's the great, that's the best approach, in my opinion. That's the best approach for someone who's older that doesn't understand that video gaming and esports culture mm-hmm. to really understand how to um, grasp the the community at large. In other words, yeah, okay, so there's all these games, there's all these rules and regs. Let them regulate themselves. Do we really need to get involved? Because at the end of the day, they know really and we don't. Real, yeah. What are we really doing? At the end of the day, we're making more revenue for the state of New Jersey. We're getting more tax dollars for the state of New Jersey, so people can wager on esports. And yeah. it is the ne- it is the next thing. I mean, you know, with COVID and everything, on, with the conventional sports, you know, there's no people in the stands anymore because, well, because of COVID. But you know, what is that going to do when you know? after COVID's over, when we go back to our normal lives. Where is conventional sports going to be? I can tell you that people probably want to go out to a game. It'll be definitely a novelty. I think everything's really going to come back strong, but, you know, esports really made an amazing showing during the quarantine, when there was no actual conventional sports to speak of. And we've spoke about this before, so it's, it's, it had its sort of day in the sun mm-hmm. esports and now it's like it's really become part of the pack oh yeah you guys uh really entertained us while you know we were locked down in our houses um and people were taking bets on it i think that's amazing um uh you're part of the club now we will we'll bring you into the club into the fold yeah in other words, you know you could play with the big boys. And and I think that's a great move for esports. That's a great move for the video gaming culture and people who like to watch other people compete um, by video games or by, you know, with esports. So it's a great opportunity. It's a great move for New Jersey. They are leading the way. They led the way with um, putting um, online gambling mm. online. They were the first to do that. They put, you know, slot machines online and uh, poker, uh, blackjack, all that, and mm-hmm. now they're moving into this as well. You know, they couldn't have done that though. You know, four years ago or three years because because the PASPA was not. You know, New Jersey, you couldn't make a sports bet in in New Jersey. 
Yeah. But because they repealed the PASPA bill, um, uh, they, you know, in the, in, in the Supreme Court of the United States, they have now allowed, you know, they allowed sports betting, so now they can allow esports betting. So it's good for everybody. Great for esports, I can tell you that. Yeah. They have a nice quote that I want to read. It's pretty long, sure. but it's nice. It makes sense. They said, uh, there's pretty small markets, and there's a lot of brands in them, a.k.a. like the esports markets, but if you can put League of Legends or Counter-Strike on the board, and as a result, pick up 50 new customers and maybe activate another couple dozen customers that you wouldn't have gained or activated otherwise, that's a meaningful win in New Jersey. You don't need big customer numbers to move the needle, which I thought was pretty spot on. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's something that they're willing to wait and see and let yeah. it grow. And that's great. And that's a great approach because that's the way a lot of a lot. If every older person, and I mean, but when I say older person, I mean those people in power in politics and that have a, a lot of money to invest. And that's usually the older crowds of people didn't give a rat's ass about what it is about. I mean, they should educate themselves somewhat, and they should also really find someone that's trustworthy. Yeah. You know, um, but if they could say at the end of the day, this is going to make me money, they should do it. And, and that's exactly the, the attitude that New Jersey's taking. This can make the state some money, so let's invest. And that's good. Agreed. Uh, I'm going to skip to the last one really quickly, and then I want to dial back on the iGaming, because this one's more... Uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about now, and I think it could be short. Yeah. Um, I just want to throw out that yet another analytics partnership for esports betting accuracy has arised. Uh, it's Allied Esports. Well, you know, everyone knows Allied Esports. Everybody That's knows Allied Esports. They created the you know the esports arena in Luxor. Mm-hmm. That was a big claim to fame. Um, Frank Nig is actually. A friend of mine, he's the CEO of Allied Esports. It's a good move, I think, on their part to try to, you know, everybody right now is really struggling. Mm-hmm. Everyone is really struggling. Uh, and the only space that you will actually find a glimpse or even a light of uh, opportunity in business is online. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of land-based companies, Allied Esports being one of them, because that's, that's what they do. They built... They, their plan was to build esports arenas across the country, in malls. That and, obviously you know. slowed down. Whatever, whatever happened to the gaming arenas in Walmart? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no one was, talks about them. What happened? Well, that, was, that, was, that was a company called eBlue. They were building, and I know the guy who started that company. His name's Gary Lowe. He, he, uh, I think you may have met him. Did uh, I? Yeah, I think you met him at the first. Oh, wait, no, maybe you didn't. There was somebody else. Somebody else. I don't but, know. but anyway, he he started a company called eBlue. Actually, eBlue is a, is majorly big in China, and he was sent here. It's two brothers, it, the Low brothers. There's Gary, and I don't know his brother's name. But Gary's the one who runs operations in the United States, and their thing was to build esports arenas, also in places that would share that opportunity. Now. It's not a bad idea to put them in Walmarts, except... Their first mistake was not putting it in Target. Well, it's possible <laughs> that the first mistake was not putting it in Target, but then... There no, was, that was a joke. Uh, well, then there was the, uh... There, it's no joke, but did you hear about the Five Below thing? Oh, yeah, I... 
Mmm, it rings a bell. What is it? That was. They were putting it in Five Belows, right? Nerd Street Gaming is trying to work with Five Belows. Totally forgot about that. But here we are in a pandemic where nobody really wants to go out anywhere. Yeah, such a shame. And, you know, these these projects are, like, put on hold. Now, it's not the fault of the company that we ended up in a pandemic. But it is the fault of the company if they can't pivot to do something else. And that's a big problem because you have investors. You are, uh, you know, you're you're supposed to... um, provide results and stuff for those investors and now you've left the investors hanging but you know in the third in the nerd street gaming situation it's not like those investors are that upset because the investor or the the major investor that is the investor in nerd street gaming uh his son is the one that started the philadelphia fusion they're very invested and involved in nerd street gaming and you know they own Com- Comcast, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's not like they're losing money when everybody's rely relying on their Wi-Fi and cable, you know, to access the world because we're all been locked down. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like they're they're in a situation where it's going to make a difference uh, for that family, even though you know they they have their toe in the esport world. But they, they definitely don't know or don't believe that it's going to make the difference to to how, you know, at the end of the day, are they losing money? No, it's, they, they have money. So and they can ride the, the, the storm out for a long time before it's going to affect them. Anyway. Yeah, I'm here. So that, so that last article <clears throat> I think we had was the... Um, the uh, iGame company will be debuting three synergistic offer- offerings, which like means they go together. Uh, skill-based iGaming, free play gambling, and eSports betting. It says um, they have a full-service eSports betting solution built specifically for North America and their sports betting market. The application will combine an eSports data pro- platform developed by Berlin-based Grid, another mention to them, with a desktop and mobile front and offering odd and trading for regulated esports. So they're just like tracking everything. And then it says um, the premiere of iGameCo will be complemented by a casino service industry enterprise license that's granted to GameCo by the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement. That was just last week or a few weeks ago at this point. And said the license will enable the company to bring its diverse portfolio of offerings, including esports betting, to New Jersey casinos and sports books. So I know yeah. you talk about iGaming a lot specifically in like skill based gaming. And right. I think this is going to be mobile as well. This is going to be mobile. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start here. Um, Blaine Grayboys is a friend of mine. He's actually spoken at the CEC multiple times. Actually, Maurice Moyer, the, the CEO of Grid, will be speaking at the CEC also in September. Um, and what I'd like to say, I, I have nothing but great words to say about Blaine. Um, Maurice, I, I don't know as well, but I got to tell you, Belaine Grayboys has been in business for some time with GameCo. Um, he's done some very uh, ingenious things. He His background is a game developer to start with. Um, and, you know, I got to give the guy a lot of credit. He's raised $59 million for that company. Um, 
where are they in their um, return on that investment? I could not tell you. Mm. Obviously, it's a private company at this point. Um, what are they bringing in for, you know, you know, from an actual cash um, um, and money-wise situation and giving back to those investors of $59 million? I don't know. I can't tell you. But, but I got to say that, that um, they have some very good products. This is another move uh, uh, that Blaine and a very select hand, handful of people, including myself and my brother, uh, and, and you know Jen for a fact, that we're sort of trying to create this collision between the video gaming, esports, and casinos worlds so yeah. that the the older people like yourself will actually have something to do when, and I don't mean to say older like you're 100, but like, I mean, you know, the 25-year-olds to the 40-year-olds or 44-year-olds that uh, millennials and Gen Xers will have something to do when they go to a, when they go to a casino or have something to do that will enable them to earn or gain money by playing another person online through a casino server. Thus, even if they lose, building up, you know, comp points. So think of it as you will, Jen, if you and your boyfriend, if you're playing on a, you know, peer-to-peer -peer play um, at home through the iGameCo offerings or prod or, 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 or game where you're playing a game there and you are earning or building comp points and you can go down to Tropicana or whatever server yeah, you were playing sweet. on. Get, get a massage on your comp dollars, get a meal on your comp dollars, you know, all kinds of things. You know, go to a show on your comp dollars. So there's an opportunity. It's, it's, it's the offering of Here's something to bet on to play with and have a good time and be entertained for the next generation. And that's where we're going with all of this. Yeah. This is this is this is the this is the eye on the prize. The eye on the prize is exactly what Blaine is doing. Um, and that is placing you forward, placing it into that collision of casino, esports, video gaming sort of opportunities for people to go in and be entertained. I mean you know, and I know, that anyone between the age of 21 to 44 are really not likely to go play a slot machine. They don't want to do that. Uh, they don't want to play, you know, not not like, not, you know, maybe they play a card game. But what would really float their boat is their culture, which is video gaming culture that they grew up on, that they know, that they love, that they have fun with. And there, there is the, the, that's the eye on the prize. That's where, that's the sweet spot. And then yeah, having no, that I wholeheartedly in, agree. And then having that in a casino setting and allowing people to go and play in a casino or even online before they get to the casino. And then on top of that, earning, you know, comp dollars to play more when you get down there, to use those comp dollars, to play on the house's money, or even to like get a free hotel room or a massage or drinks or whatever, it just adds more to a fun. That's that's all part of it.
Yeah. And I th- I think that's that's I mean that's why we started the CDC. That's why we that's why Ben Ben and I are in this niche market. Um, that's why I think we talk on on the platform together on the NGN on the on this newscast because on this podcast because we're trying to spread the word, we're trying to educate that this is coming. And this is the perfect article that shows this is coming. This is going to be commonplace. Yes. Where you're going to have way more video gaming interaction, VR, AR, the whole lot, where it's just going to be more fun to go to a casino and, and win money uh, or lose money. The casino is going to hope you lose money. But <laughs> as a player, you're going to hope you win money. Nonetheless, even if you lost money and you get a player's club card, you'll be comped for the time that you were that you spent there and that you played there and that you had a good time anyway. So that's where we're going. I think it's really exciting. The future is bright. I know we're all, I mean, people are down. I got to tell you, it's like not a good time. You know, uh, you know, it's not a good time to be a freshman for college because Definitely all these not. kids are being, being sent home or they can't, they can't go to college and there's no social ability. There's no one-on-one. We're social animals at the end of the day. That's yes, we what we are. have to do. But dealing with COVID, it's been a really rough ride, I think, for every industry. Um, and that includes video gaming as well. A lot of people think, oh, that's that's not going to be affected. It is. It is because a lot of events have been canceled. That's where people come to congregate. Even though video gamers and eSport uh, enthusiasts will meet online and hang out online and talk online and you have to have that physical contact at some point you're going to want to meet your buddy at a conference i or met my best friend in the world that i met on xbox live when we were 16 met him when we were 21 there you go there you go irl it's, right and 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 now your buddies now so, we're best friends because of video happy. games Yep. And would I go to Atlantic City with him if I could, like, ruin his day on some Street Fighter or something? Yes, I would. And if yeah. I could win money? Yes, I would. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. So that's, that's the message to all of the listeners out there for the NGN podcast. That is what we're what, what the, behind the prize is. You, if you're an investor, call me because... And where can they t- some- where can they contact you? <laughs> what conference? Can, uh, always contact me at uh, Ari Fox at uh, GameCon.com, or they can contact me at Ari Fox A R I F O X at uh, Casino Esport Conference or C or it's actually it's Ari Fox at C E C O N F dot com. So you can contact me there too. But I have a lot to offer. I have a lot of ideas, a lot of energy. And I think there's so much more, and not just me. There's thousands of people out there that are trying to push this concept, and and the guys like Blaine Grayboys, and guys like Moritz Moria from Grid, and the guys from Luckbox, and the guys, you know, all these people that are contributing to more fun, more entertainment that's out there. And I know a lot of people are out there saying, "Oh, entertainment's dead." I mean, listen, Hollywood is in a tailspin. They can't film any more movies because it's a, it's a liability. Can't have the actors on set. Yeah. You know, I know the Batman, the Batman trailer just came out, you know, um, but they're still filming. it. They had to stop production. We, we, we're in a place in a, that's, that's, uh, you know, obviously everyone says this, 
never been here before. Um, but, you know, we're going to get all through this. And there's been herd immunity in Switzerland. There's herd immunity in other parts of the country and other parts of the world. We're getting through this. And when we're at it, this, watch out. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We're gonna, it's going to be a great, great ride. So we're looking forward to that. Anyway, I wanted to thank you, Jen, for, again, a wonderful podcast. Always. And, uh, you know, I look forward to, uh, I'll contact you about the CEC, everyone else uh, that's listening to the podcast. Remember, the Casino Esport Conference, you can come in as attendee, meet all the people that are of this mindset, that are trying to, you know, continue the this conversation uh, uh, September 29th and 30th online in 3D. Thanks to the platform providers of GamerJive that is creating avatars so you can walk around a virtual event space. It's going to be really cool. And we're expanding on that. Other things to come. Bigger, better, more exciting. We're really merging the 3D world, virtual world with the physical world. Nothing but excitement, nothing but positive things that are happening in the future. Watch out, world. It's going to be a great ride. Can I make my own avatar? Yeah, you can make your own after. I can make a girl? Of course. That's sweet. I'm sold. Okay. All, All right, right, We'll Ari. talk to you soon. Till next time. Bye, Thanks, everybody. Man. Have a good night. Bye.